Hello and welcome to Unmuted Unmastered. I'm Will and this is the liveliest podcast on the internet. Liveliest podcast, all in a room together. Today I'm joined in person by James. Hello. Jess. Hello. And Tom. In person. On the show this week we have a very special episode 18 quiz. We've got every release that you need to know about coming out this week. But first, I want to know what everyone's been listening to. Tom, we're kicking off with you. Kid A by Radiohead. Uh, not an original thought by any stretch of the imagination, but I've had a bit of a journey this week, actually. Um, yeah, I've had a bit of a phase of getting into um, Radiohead. I've listened to them for a few years. Um, OK Computer is still very much one of the best rock albums that's ever been made, uh, in my opinion. But what happens if you try and rip apart the idea of genre in the first place? Um, I was doing a lot of investigating of Radiohead's biography and like how the band formed, but like they, they basically a lot of sources mentioned that just after OK Computer was a big point for them. They went on a lot of tours for about like two years or something like that. Um, they had a slightly tumultuous performance at Glastonbury, uh, which has gone down in annals as it's still a very good performance, but like there were just little hiccups here and there and everywhere, and it feels a little bit um um ramshackle, put it that way. But um yeah, after that, um Tom York and indeed the other members of Radiohead got a lot of writer's block, went away and basically found tried to find solace and tried to think about what they wanted to do. And the thing they didn't want to do was a rock album. So they tried to find um, an album that was as genreless as possible, as far as I can tell. Um, I went away, had to listen to it, and thinking about it in terms of a genreless album and in terms of something that is distinctly not rock and not meant to be anything, uh, it's a really, really interesting and colourful album to listen to. If you would come into it expecting it to be like another Radiohead album, like the first three, you're going to have a big surprise, which may be stating the obvious. Um, the reason I brought it up in particular is that I've been listening to it a lot recently. I've been writing kind of like faux, uh, radio heady stuff in my own music recently, whether it will see the light of day or not, I don't know, but it's actually quite cool just to, 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 um, put something on a loop and see what happens. Thinking songs like, um, Idiotech and, um, the national anthem and even everything is right place. They were all based on like loops, which just loop round and round and round and round. They've got these uh, like uh almost like chance you know they just keep going and going and going keep rolling on um what happens when you take something like that and just start spewing some words over the top of it in an odd order just like take some notes and see how they fit it's really cool actually really really cool to see um yeah i don't know if i could really pick out a favorite really uh morning bell perhaps maybe national anthem i don't know honestly um i don't think that's really the point either i think it is just meant to be this kind of like really um, in 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 one way completely cohesive and yet in another way completely uncohesive piece of work. Um, but yeah, and this all um culminated earlier today before we met in person. I went on a little trip around some places I know up in North, North Cornwall where I used to where I grew up uh, for the first six years of my life. Uh, and it dawned on me, I made a connection sometime last week, that Tom York is supposed to have lived about 200 metres from where I used to live. Uh, oh. So I ended up going back there and seeing my old house and then seeing the house, which is supposedly his. I don't know whether he still owns it, but supposedly he bought that house around the time that uh, OK Computer Tour was finishing and he was starting to write Kid A. Uh, so I went back and that was quite an interesting thing, just to go back and see this environment 
of complete solace where there is no phone signal. I will tell you to this day, 2021, there is still no phone signal around there. Uh, there is just a little pub and a little cafe with a car park. And there's a little slipway down to the beach, which is a gorgeous little pebble and sand beach. Um, and it's just a little house up on the cliff. And it's said to be Tom York's. Um, yeah. And you can kind of see it. You can see how someone can go from like just being Radiohead to not being Radiohead. That might sound like a completely stupid thing to say, but you can see where that transition happens and where uh, you go from this kind of burnt out rock star into this completely new genreless artist. And you see how you are so disconnected from everything else. You can find that solace to make something new. Yeah, a bit of funny on journey, but um, I can't. I can't necessarily recommend that everybody goes to the same place and does the same pilgrimage. But I can recommend K Day. Really good album. Uh, and when you think about it, it's a genreless album. It's a really, really interesting ride. Go and listen to it. Oh, I. So when I first listened to K Day, for some reason I really didn't like it. I've since listened to it oh, more, and it. and yeah, for some reason I liked it. I was just like, it, this isn't like good it's not doing anything particularly interesting and then as i listened to it more i was like actually there are these parts and for some reason i I think it was like on a bus ride back from bristol after dot to dot festival i just pushed on like out of the blue i was just in the mood Mm. and for some reason that's when it clicked and i was like oh i really like this now Mm. it's quite interesting for like a moment of complete quiet and solitude i find it really good just like if there's nothing distracting you you're not listening to it because someone else has recommended it to you and you're not like listening to it because you know it's in the car with friends. Not that you would probably put this on in the car with friends. <laughs> definitely I, I, not. I wouldn't recommend it, but yeah, <laughs> it's. I can definitely see that. I can understand like it's an album that needs complete solitude for some reason, or at least certainly in my experience. Yeah, listening to it completely alone with just that sort of inkling of just I'm going to listen to it. That's probably the best way to ingest it. Cool. Jess, what have you been listening to? I've been listening to something very cool this week that I am excited to share, which is Mandinga Times by Rita Indiana. Uh, She's a a writer and an artist from Dominican Republic, so something a bit different for us. Mm. This is her second album. It was released last year, and it would probably come under alternative pop or maybe experimental pop, but also very much like rooted in Dominican pop. Um, some of the things I really liked about it that really stood out are the really fast drumming and percussion that I really liked. It's really high energy and um, it sounds almost like a drum machine. It doesn't sound like very traditional rock drums at all. Um, some of it was particularly reminiscent of like Death Grip songs, um, just to relate it to something I already knew. Like if anyone knows the song Get Got, that sounds really similar in some ways to the um, the title track on this album, which is like, something I kind of relate to. Um, but yeah, the, apparently it's like a Dominican carnival rhythm that they use on this song. So that's quite interesting. Um, and I'm quite keen to kind of learn more about all the different rhythms and things that she uses because they just, they seem really cool and it's not something I've come across much. Um, another thing I really like is all the guitar layers in it. So guitars in pop are just cool. If like, if it's more like, <laughs> it's just cool. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I, I like the combination of, um, of like more typical usually like electronic-y based pop with kind of heavier guitars it can be quite nice um like Rina Sawayama kind of her album last year's had a lot of that mm. and it's kind of similar in a way it had sometimes there's a lot, a lot of like really thrashy 
metal guitars like in the background and then also some sort of more lead guitars I guess um that really come through and it's just quite like aggressive sound but it's really cool at the same time very catchy despite all these kind of unusual or like for me you know like mostly listening to UK music it was very all these weird unusual instruments but came together really well and like it just it has this really cohesive feel to it and it's um yeah really really enjoyable really catchy um so it has yeah obviously a lot of afro-caribbean and afro-dominican influences and rhythms which i'm definitely keen to look into more um i haven't really like touched on the themes because it's like pretty much not at all spoken in english um so i haven't kind of gone into the lyrics as much as i might have done otherwise but from what i can tell there's it's quite wide ranging so it goes from like queer love queer identities colonial colonial colonialism yes colonialism colonialism uh persecution of of various people um climate change the coming apocalypse a lot it's a lot of stuff it's quite heavy uh, to be honest for something quite so quite a wide range there yeah <laughs> so she's kind of not shying away from these awkward topics or like or difficult to talk about you know in pop music topics but so that's a nice side of it um and in general like her singing and rapping at points is just really catchy and like has a really nice flow to it and it kind of goes down at some points into more um quiet kind of more chilled out songs but yeah just using like a different variety of influences of different sort of afro-caribbean genres which are really nice um and something really new for me but something i enjoyed like literally from the first song it gets going and then for like three songs it just doesn't let out the energy and it just really really goes for it mm. which is great so um yeah i might check out her other album as well um rita indiana yeah can definitely recommend is there a summer bop in the track list? <laughs> i don't know about a bop <laughs> Maybe like a chilled out summer one, if you don't mind. So like start of the summer playlist, like yeah, maybe before like things start to get going in the evening. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Early evening, but with a lot of politics thrown in, I guess. So. <laughs> That's when you want like the good conversations, though, <laughs> so you can it gets things started. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure? Like, if we start like finding between like political parties at like seven p.m., that's never really lined up for a. Good night out in my experience. Well, you get the annoying people off to one corner talking about that, and <laughs> oh, then everyone else who's nice fun can <laughs> come and hang out. That's where I went wrong. I got dragged into it. I got sucked in like a like a like a like a vacuum. That's the trick. You just need to gravitate towards the beer pong instead. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting it wrong my whole life. Um, you did mention that it's quite wide ranging. This might be a daft question, given it's not um, an English album, but does it still feel cohesive? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Only because, like, there have been a few albums where I've listened to it and it's just like, okay, these are all awesome ideas, but, like, let's spread this across a few different places. Let's focus on one thing first. Yeah. And even lyrically, like, this is just from what I've looked up. I I can't understand it just from the listening myself, but from from researching it, um, it's, yeah, it's, it kind of, she ties together all the different themes using this character called Mandinga, as in the title of the... Oh, okay, okay. Who is this sort of gender-neutral representation of the coming apocalypse and just, like, bringing evil. And, and she, she goes into this character wearing all this black-and-white makeup that's very dramatic. And that kind of ties together, like, the story threads of the album with, like, Mandingo as, like, a, a witness to all these different uh, events and, dif- like, 
a witness to the capitalism and different economies of the world mm. and things like this. So that's kind of a way of linking everything, I guess. Okay, I can yeah. see it. So what you're saying is it's American Idiot for Gen Z. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, the black and white makeup made me think of like a gender neutral like kiss. i mean is it like kiss that's an oxymoron right there's no like gender neutral kiss like how would that work i don't know is there someone googled it this has in like the band right yeah you mean (laughs) gender neutral people can kiss yeah it's like (laughs) now The band called Kiss. What used to dre- and what used to dress in black and white makeup, if I remember rightly. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand Will's oxymoron thing. <laughs> Kiss are just a very like, I don't know. They're weird, but that's what they get. They're characters, I guess, don't they? They're weird, but that's what they're called. Cool. Makes me think of like the um, statues out of Dazed and Confused that they paint in like the Kiss makeup. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I'd I like to see it. I did actually know they did that. I just. Just seemed like a sort of thing that they would actually do. It's a good film. Good soundtrack too, actually. Definitely recommend. So, James, let's move on to you. Yeah, this week I've been listening to Jinx by Crumb. So I kind of just stumbled upon Crumb. They're supposedly an indie rock band, but listening to this album is, is, I guess it's like kind of, psychedelic really i feel like it's kind of a new wave of psychedelic music um i definitely if you if you're not into the sort of weirdness of of sounds then don't listen to this it's not for everyone but yeah um i started listening to this album this week and it just kind of drew me in it was just i don't think it's something i normally would normally listen to but like I said, there's a lot of weirdness. There's a lot of different weird sounds. There's, I think there's two guitarists, there's drums, and there's female vocals. But the all the instruments kind of blend in together in a weird way. So there, there are female vocals, but they kind of they step back a bit, which like in the mix, and that, generally that's not kind of not a great thing. But mm. it kind of suits the genre a bit. And yeah, you just go through this album, and you're not sure how you should be feeling because there's there are some positive moments and you're like oh this is kind of the the peak of the album but then it goes back into this weird these weird lyrics about this dystopian futures and like bad relationships and kind of a lot of a lot of topics like you mentioned with your album Jess um so yeah there's it you you, you think it's gonna be a, get a happy tone going to like a more classic indie rock sound or even like a rock sound um but then it goes back into this weirdness which i just found really enjoyable um one track that stands out for me is i think it's mr m dot r dot so mr um and yeah that there's a big kind of crescendo in the middle which yeah it's just it kind of blows your mind almost and it's quite a short album as well so if i think if you listen to this first track and you like that track, definitely listen to the rest. It's only like, what, 25 minutes? Oh, perfect. So definitely have a listen to it. Um, I also listened to their uh, latest album. Listen to their latest album, which is Ice Melt. Um, this yeah. album was in 2021, and I think it was like released recently. Um, 
this album is a bit different to the one I just mentioned, Jinx. Um, I think there's a bit of like a more a more dark tone. Um, like literally the EQ, like you're getting more like bass and le- less treble basically, and mm. less like jingly guitars you'd get in the first album. Um, I say I don't like it as much, but it's still definitely worth a listen if you, you like Jinx. Um, yeah, so have a listen if you like new weird things, but if you don't like that, then probably don't go for it. You say psychedelic. Uh, can you describe that anymore? Is it in terms of... I mean, I've, psychedelic includes like Pink Floyd and it includes like Emerson, Lake Palmer. The, the classic ones anyway, but of course there's a lot more besides that. I guess I don't mean, mean psychedelic too much in the genre, but it, I guess the genre does bring the feeling, but the kind of the feeling of like, you don't know where you're going. It's kind of like, um, you're in a spiral, you're like spiraling it through the music, you know? Yeah. So it, there, there are Pink Floyd elements in it, but it's not, it's not prog rock. It's, it's not mm. like that. I just do love the slight irony of, 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 Going from going from genreless band to then suddenly then suddenly well supposedly they're indie rock but actually there might be something else. Yeah, I think An indie rock probably band. has quite a wide definition, right? So yeah, I've listened to some of theirs before. I think I don't think I've listened to the full album, but one of the EPs perhaps, and I really like it. Yeah, and I think it's quite like dreamlike. Yeah, is that the sort of thing you're going for? Yeah, yeah, definitely. psychedelic. Uh, yeah, just kind of floaty and everything's quite soft. almost like a fever oh, dream. Okay, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. You feel like you're flowing through the music, yeah. Yeah, like the structure of it's kind of normal, I found, but it's just the the sound, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, very soft, which is nice. Maybe I'll have to check it out, because I, I liked the EP I heard for sure, so. Yeah, definitely do that. Nice. It's sort of like slight modern jazz touches as well. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to mention that as well, that, that you can... I hear some, like, jazz elements, some jazz chords even, mm. like, and... They do mess with some like key signature techniques and things like that, um, and yeah, you do notice it, and it brings a new flavor to the music as you're listening. Yeah, that's quite nice. Do you like jazz? No, I'm not doing that. No, we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> Hashtag no edits. <laughs> Great. Moving on, uh, I wanted to bring up something I've been listening to for a while, and I've been meaning to talk about on the show, but just haven't had a chance. Um, that is Dedicated to Disrespect by LSDXOXO. It is a very sexually charged techno EP. Um, sexually charged? You've been wanting to talk about this for a while, you say? Change <laughs> <laughs> of tone. <laughs> yeah, it, it is not dreamlike. Um, there are four tracks. Uh, it opens with The Devil, which is like a house cut. Um, the lyrics feel very much like the poppy side of Tiny Temper where it, it's mentioning, like, uh, he mentions, like, Maserati and, like, different places and stuff. The best it, pop song. It's very repetitive, but it works really well, like, that style of vocal on, on this track. Like, the, the synths are very kind of stabby. They're, they're quite house, but they do have kind of a, a techie feel with, like, the, the harshness of them and, and how they don't have too much release there as well. Um, yeah, it's a very catchy, like, kind of poppier cut. Uh, it goes straight into the next track, Baby, which is like this very heavy um, techno track that like very much club oriented. Um, 
and and that moves on to the next track as well uh sick and then uh profanity um which is another like heavy techno cut and then it ends with what in context of the ep is quite like a very uh kind of like slowed down soulful track called mutant exotic which is kind of like the big breakout single from this this ep um outside of the context of this ep it's like a house like summer banger <laughs> but when you get to it after these like like really heavy techno cuts like it it feels very much like mm. oh this this is soulful and smooth and everything mm. um but overall like it <laughs> the the lyrics very much are um sexual in nature um horny is a word i would use to describe the album um <laughs> But it, it works really well with like this, this music that sounds like it it's coming out of like a sweaty club night, right? Fair enough. Um, Fits its context. It does, yeah. Um, overall, it's just really good. For me, Mutant Exotic is going to be like one of the songs of the summer. Like, just grooving to it. Um, but yeah, overall, great EP. It came out last month on XL. Um, so yeah, check it out. You say the lyrics are horny. Uh, I think that was the exact word to use, just to just go back on record. Do we have any examples? Do we have any evidence to back up this claim? I wish I could mute you. <laughs> um, hang on. I just, as soon as he said that, I thought, right, I've got some ammunition here. Hang on a minute. Just, I'm going to wait for the right time to say it. If you guys can keep vamping while I look I up was... the lyrics... No edits. Um, no edits at all. We're just going to keep going. I don't. I, do, I was going to try and keep the conversation going, but then again, how on earth can you keep the conversation going about horny lyrics? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like waiting in anticipation slash yeah, dread. I'm making it now about 25 minutes in, and we're, and we're talking about horny lyrics. This is clearly this must be some kind of record. Not even through one drink yet. No, we're not even through one drink. This is a good point. It's probably worth mentioning for the record. Like for the first time, like all of us, are, I believe for the first time, all of us are drinking alcohol on the same recording session i've certainly only done it once or twice and i didn't see any of you guys doing it drink responsibly kiddos drink responsibly i've got the lyrics for you, you have got i've the got lyrics. the perfect and one kiddos. <laughs> 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 yeah, why are you still listening to this <laughs> this part's not kid friendly um i like freak sex if you want to test the limits of my the limits of my gag reflex if you want to put in work you got to go berserk you got to make it hurt if you want to make it squirt, uh. <laughs> the, uh. Oh my god. We're going to do upcoming releases next because I don't want it to go completely off the rails and there is so much good music coming out this week. First up, Daniel Avery's new album, Together in Static, comes out. You've heard me talk about it on the show before. I'm super excited for that final track to come back to me. <laughs> It's sitting on one of my playlists, grayed out, because I can't listen to it. <laughs> oh, he hasn't done that, has he? Just like... I think they released it accidentally as the first single and then took it down and put a different song up. Released it accidentally as the first single? Yeah. I, I don't know how that happens, but okay. <laughs> I, I don't know, but that's how it works. Um, next up, Tyler, the Creator, has a new album coming out. It's called Call Me If You Get Lost. Um, I love Tyler's album, Flower Boy. Igor, his next one, like, I like, but it never really clicked for me. I, I don't really know why that happened, but I'm excited to check this one out. 
Cool. Uh, Modest Mouse is Modest Mouse's new album. There we go. Uh, the Golden Casket comes out this week. I'm not super excited, despite being quite a big Modest Mouse fan. Like the singles have been fine, but nothing really to write home about. Mm. Something more exciting, Salt's new album, Nine, comes out this week. Um, I loved both of Salt's albums from last year. They both ended up in my top ten. Um, one thing that's interesting to note about this is apparently they're releasing it on streaming services for 99 days and then taking it down. Oh. So you can buy it digitally or in a physical copy and have it forever. Mm. But on streaming, it, it's limited release, which personally I don't love. Mm. I think it's a bit silly to say, oh, well, you missed out. Yeah. Um, I would have thought that probably you'd do it the other way around. There was, um, I can't remember who it was, but someone released an album in physical form so you could buy it before it was streamed and then they kept it permanently on streaming. That would make more sense because people want it immediately, yeah. right? Well, I'm, That's sure, I'm sure there was a band we talked about a few weeks ago where that happened, but I can't remember who it was. Like they had it on um, Bandcamp for like uh, three weeks or something like that beforehand. So like anyone who wanted to buy could buy. Um, and then they put it on streaming services after that, which to be fair, yeah, I think that's a good idea, honestly. I think that works. Yeah, I'm all for that. And it seems like quite a few smaller artists are doing that now, but mm. it seems weird to have it up first and then take it down. Yeah. Anyway, Lucy Dacus has a new album coming out called Home Video. Um, if you don't know Lucy Dacus, she's a singer-songwriter. We all love that phrase. Um <laughs> But also she is one third of Boy Genius, the trio with Julianne Baker and Phoebe Bridges. Oh, interesting. Um, so yeah, I've never... Lucy Dacus is kind of the one out of Boy Genius who I haven't really got into her solo work. Um, she does have a song called Addictions, I think is the name, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to check this one out. I think the single Thumbs that came out last year is going to be on it. And that was... Not a song I fell in love with, but has like a really, really good narrative woven through the song, and it, it's written fantastically. So I think if the album is like that, then it's going to be an album I love, but I'm probably not going to listen too much just because like those albums like take quite a toll to get through. Next up, Hiatus Coyote's new album, Mood Valiant, comes out. It's the follow-up to 2015's Choose Your Weapon, right? I'm looking really around. 2015? Yeah, I think Man. so. It's a good album. I love it. Choose Your Weapon. I've kind of enjoyed some of the singles from it so far. I've enjoyed elements of them. It's kind of the usual Hiatus Coyote thing for me, mm. where it, it's going to produce loads of great samples, but I don't really want to listen to the album mm. itself. <laughs> I'll listen to it. I'll check it out. What's their most recent one? Uh, Chivalry is not dead. I've got uh, Chivalry is not dead and, and Red Room. Those are the two songs that have come out so far, as far as I can see. Despite that album, the previous album coming out a while ago, though they still seem to be kind of unique in that field of they're still doing something kind of new, which is nice. Or like mm. no one seems to be kind of duplicating it, and they've got this yeah, this weird what? Oh no, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. I was thinking it's weird that yeah, no one's copied them. Like, yeah, directly in that time. Yeah, so it'd be quite nice to have that back because it is a, it is like a nice sort of weird niche of 
modern jazz and pop and soul and stuff, I guess. I seem to remember, like, for some reason... No, I remember why. We all, we all listened to this whenever it was a few weeks ago or a yeah. month or two back, but, yeah. I certainly seem to remember, like I said at the time, like, with Choose Your Weapon, it's one of those albums where I don't quite get what it's doing, but I want to put time aside to listen to it. That's really rare for me to want to put deliberately put time aside for an artist. Like, a lot of time I'll just listen to them, like, in the background, and that'll be enough, and I'll go, oh, yeah, I like these guys, or I don't like them. Just, like... I need to decide for artist quality. So like I'm 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 intrigued. I wonder whether this is gonna have the same reaction, whether I need to decide whether I like it or not. Yeah, then there's nothing really that you can compare to anyone else, I think. Uh, so that makes you want to listen to them a bit more than others, I think. And again, just a bit dreamy and a bit out there, just like Yeah, yeah. very much. It's, it's all a bit surreal, which is probably part of the reason why I keep going back to it anyway. It's just like it's just a bit weird. I like it. Yeah, surreal is a good word for it. It has, does have a very weird vibe. It feels like you're in a dream, like where things don't quite link up. Not like a not like earlier with Crumb. That's like dreamy. This is like like an actual dream an actual where sort of dream. you're talking to your parents and then yeah. suddenly you're having fish and chips with the England football team. Yeah, <laughs> and suddenly Will's hair is yellow. <laughs> Right, <laughs> next up, uh, Throwing Snow has a new album coming out called Dragons. I know very little about this artist. I've only put it on the list because uh, one of their songs, Regged, which I think is how you're supposed to pronounce it, uh, was featured on Bonobo's Fabric Presents mix two years ago now. Hmm. Um, and I really like the track, so I'm interested to kind of go in with very low or no expectations into this album and just see what it's about. Like it could be a really interesting electronic album. And then finally, Gaspard Oge, I think is how you're supposed to pronounce it, yeah. is releasing an album called Escapades. It's his first solo album. As far as I know, he is one half of the duo justice mm. who haven't been so hot recently in my opinion i think most other people's opinions but were at one time <laughs> dubbed like the new daft punk so yeah yeah i said this before but i prefer their self-titled album to anything of daft punks ever i'd love that album so much just this so. was did they do um uh was it dance was that yeah the album? yeah that was I, I really enjoyed that one actually that was a great album yeah so the album was cross right and then yeah 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 Oh, oh no, dance was track, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. I've got that completely wrong. Remember yeah. the yeah. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. It was really like silly and twee, but that's why I liked it. I really like that album. Yeah, I just Yeah. It just goes hard. Yeah, the the follow-ups have just been like watered down versions of Cross, mm. or they've been like faux disco. And it's it's all been fine, but it's like too much fine and you just start to zone out a bit they did a they did a mgnt and kind of just like peaked too early perhaps i would ha highly contest that oh, okay. little oh, dark okay. age is fantastic oh that's true it congratulations is, is fantastic mm. Got the paper yeah little there. dark age is good they're self-titled there but i i think little dark age is better than oracular spectacular mm. i've only listened to lda but um, wait, we're going to find out just off the, off the cusp of ideas like literally if we all listen to like a couple of albums side by side just say which is best 
I think that'd be a really good format for like a podcast or two. That's gonna be like album club for December, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like it's like an, it's like a new version of album club. It's like compare these two. Which one is best? Say why. Album club versus. I actually really like that idea. <laughs> yeah. No new doubt. Ideas live in the room. New ideas. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and that is all of the upcoming releases for this week that I decided to put into the document because there's lots of stuff coming out and I had to cut it off somewhere. <laughs> had to stop somewhere. Up next, it's episode 18, hence we're drinking. Yes. Did, did we, we ever mention that? I don't think we mentioned that yet, did we? Oh, that it's episode 18? Yeah. That is, a re- that is a reason, by the way. Just for reference, like we're all drinking because like it's episode 18 and like the podcast is now legally able to drink, except not really. In the UK. It, not really because it's 18 weeks old, not 18 years old. But we're going to we're gonna skip over that part and carry on anyway. Unless not next to my laptop, please. <laughs> <laughs> to the extent where we've got all of our tech in the middle and we're spread around my coffee table. And <laughs> we're... Cans of drink are being opened over my sink, which, to be fair, I prefer that to over my coffee table. But you know, I'm I'm pretty easy. But You're being sensible. So no, no, I, I I like I like the I like the really thoughtfulness. Yeah, well, look, you're in my drawing. <laughs> this isn't good for audio listeners. Oh yeah, that's very me, like touching my fingers. Um, <laughs> I cuts off your heads as well. Oh, like, paper. No, it's fine. <laughs> Is this anonymous person? I thought for this week's show, yes, <laughs> I would make a quiz for all of you. What I want to find out is who is the top music nerd out oh of God. the three of you. Oh, well, this, the, okay, yeah. And I know what you're you're thinking. You're thinking that's not enough as a prize for winning. I don't really care. <laughs> what you will I win was, but sure. If you get the most points in this there's quiz, a, there's a prize. <laughs> we didn't know about it. Is the white crown of music fandom. <laughs> Here it is. I'm crown. putting it in the middle. Are we going to wear that? The table. It's like a Burger King crown. It's amazing. <laughs> it literally is. I made this wow. yesterday in preparation. Amazing. You've even got a crest. It's got a UU crest on like the front. That's incredible. Amazing. That's on coat of arms in green and red felt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, this changes everything. Now I'm gonna. <laughs> right. So now everyone's suitably motivated. Yes, I thought you were good at art, but <laughs> on, on, on another level, I loved like the really abstract scribbles around the side. It looked really cool. The true music fan out of you will know what those mean. Will they? It's like Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec, where he's doing his will. And he, he, he's written the thing when he was a kid, and there are symbols. <laughs> and then I think I think it's the lawyers. <laughs> like, what do these symbols mean? He's like, I knew not to fear you. Yeah. The man who kills me will know. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we have twenty questions, but some of them are sub rounds. So oh we'll get through questions it. Questions in in quotes there. So, um, the way it's going to work is I've given you all paper to write your answers on. Lots of it. A whole pad of paper. You will then read out your answer so that it's suitable for audio listeners. Um, So, shall we get started? Is everyone ready? Go on then. As I'll ever be. Question number one. Which of these songs was not featured on the soundtrack of the hit 2011 movie... Mr. Popper's Penguins. What? Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, Nine in the Afternoon by Panic at the Disco, or Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds by the Beatles. Oh my gosh. Oh. 
Don't tell me you haven't watched this hit Jim Carrey movie that definitely did very well at the box office, Jess. <laughs> Am I writing the title or can I just do ABC? You can do ABC if you want, but you have to read it out so it's good for people. Hashtag no edits. You, got, you, you just got to like write out what you said. Just, just put A. That's the answer. <laughs> it doesn't matter what answer A is. That's just your answer. We're doing it now. Mm. James, reveal your answer. I did B. Because it, you Nine know. In the afternoon by Panic at the Disco. Yeah, because the others sounded more icy. And I assume it's a film about. What was it? Mr. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Penguins, that's the one. Bad memory. The plot of the movie, if anyone's interested. Is it just Penguins? Despite the fact that everyone's watched it, so I don't know why I'm doing this. Remind the viewers, what what is Mr. Popper's Penguins about? Jim Carrey plays uh, a dad who works very hard at his business, but doesn't spend enough time with his family. I have actually heard about this one. (laughs) So he ends up with Penguins somehow, and then... Obviously. They teach him how to be a good dad. The penguins do. So it should have had Cats in the Cradle as a soundtrack then, because that's all about that. I'll be honest, I only watched the trailer. Um, <laughs> Cats and penguins don't mix very well. Like I, 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 I presume they wouldn't mix very well. They are in different enclosures at the zoo, so let's be honest there. House cats. Yes. <laughs> Jess. Also B. Nine in the afternoon. I agree with James. Diamonds kind of sound like ice. Tom. I sense a trick. Ice Ice Baby is the one that was not featured. Oh, I bet it is. The correct answer is Nine in the Afternoon by Panic at the Disco. (laughs) (laughs) Reverse logic, it didn't work. I'm going to do my own tick here. I got a tick. (laughs) I'm keeping track of scores so you don't you don't have to worry. So, James and Jess, you both got 100 points. Congratulations. 100? 100 points. 100 points? Massively. There's, no, there's a reason why the numbers are so high, but oh. we'll get to it later. Are the subsets like one point each, and they're actually 100 extra questions? Yes. <laughs> Next. Oh. You have 60 seconds, or I might extend it in case you're all doing badly. Oh. <laughs> To list uh, from when I say start. Oh no! Right. As many songs as you can think of, which don't contain the title of the song in the lyrics. Oh my uh, god! Go. I literally can't think of any songs right now. <laughs> oh no! I'm so stuck. <laughs> okay, I'm giving you three minutes because it sounds like it's going to be tricky. <laughs> What's that? Can they be instrumental? Yes. Cool. Now I'm just gonna vamp. Because I don't want to edit things out. I'm not interesting enough to talk for three minutes. You wouldn't need us to if you were. It'd be quite sad doing the podcast by myself, though. <laughs> you should have done upcoming releases now. Damn it, Jess. <laughs> Why didn't you think of this earlier? <laughs> oh, also, I should have mentioned, uh, whoever gets the most gets 200 points. Whoever gets the second most gets 100 points. Well, I don't know any songs anymore. I had a feeling this would happen. All of music. Yeah, especially with the alcohol. I'm just like, my mind is a blank. (laughs) You haven't had that much. Don't blame it on the alcohol. Well, they don't know that. It's only 200 points, don't worry. The rest of the questions are all worth two points each, and that's it. That'd be concerning for you then. You better think of some more. Better? It's nice being Quizmaster, isn't it? Don't need to do any work. What do you mean I don't have... I made this crown? 
Do you see you there? Yeah. I do see, see it, but now you don't need to do any work. Now you can just sit back and just relax. It's been a very stressful day getting this ready. Technical question, Mr. Quizmaster. Yes. Can more than one song come from the same artist? Yes. Okay. Just one minute remaining. <laughs> this is shocking. <laughs> I am thinking of a song, but they really do have, like, they do sing it, like the title. My songs I've got on here are just like the weirdest little playlist ever. Do you think we could get the person who does, like, the Halo voice, you know, in multiplayer when he's like, double kill, triple kill? <laughs> Killing spree. <laughs> Could we get him on the podcast to do like VO for us? Who's gonna ask? <laughs> I'm sure there's someone on Fiverr who would. Out of, out of all the people. Cool. I'm calling it there. Right, Tom. <laughs> I think I have one, two, three, do you want to give us the cliff notes what are the most interesting ones uh, the most interesting ones will be um, Subterranean Homesick Alien by Radiohead nice. Jimmy Fallon and Yes by uh, Japanese Breakfast Very nice. and Step by Japanese Breakfast plus three other Radiohead songs and Bohemian Rhapsody oh, and yeah. The Search for Everything by John Mayer <laughs> got John Mayer in there nice. oh, Search for Everything theme by John Mayer Yes. I have four. Okay. <laughs> countdown. I'm so bad at countdown. I've got four, Will. Um, I've got, like, I don't literally know why this is like the first thing I can think of, is Music to Walk Home To by Easy Life, because we listened to it the other week. <laughs> okay. It's like a, an album it's track. Um, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yes, good one. Um, Jessica by the Owen Brothers Band. I'm not thinking of these. My namesake, and also Instrumental. It's not actually my namesake. Oh, I like to say actually your namesake. Your namesake. <laughs> um, and song two by Blur. Mm-hmm. Cool, James. Um, I also have four. <laughs> so I have MR by Crumb. Nice. It's in a race by Muse. Nice. Um, o by Coldplay. I don't think that has. Which one? O, like. Oh right, yeah. Uh, uh, no, not that I know of. They do kind of have like O's, right? Though. In the words. And they go ooh. Well, yeah, but that's every Coldplay song. Oh. I mean, we have to decide between the losers. these two lists of four songs, so... Well, well, I'd accept if we could substitute another Coldplay song in right now, because I could think of a couple off the top of my head. Put another Coldplay song and you get the points. Hey! I think of... No, let's... let's well, I think another Coldplay it. song. Sure, whoever Coldplay. thinks of a Coldplay song that doesn't have the name of the song... Oh, and not Viva La Vida, because I got that down as well. Okay. okay. I've, I've got, got one. one. I think. Can't think of Coldplay songs. I can think of one. I can think of Coldplay songs, but they have the title in. I can think of a few. I can think of a few. <laughs> what is Coldplay? What is Coldplay? <laughs> they all have such catchy choruses that you can sing. One can sing at a festival out loud. It doesn't work for them. Where the, the scientist? The no. Yes. 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 There we go. Ah. Yeah. Sorry, yes, James gets the points. I thought that's one I actually didn't think of. I was for Life in Technicolor. I thought Charlie Brown. Adventure of a Lifetime. Yes. Him for the Weekend. Yes. When they say it. I hope one of these. <laughs> when they say it. Unlucky Jess. Mm. It's only 100 points. You'll live. <laughs> I can't believe I can only think of I mean, more songs in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it helps you, like, if it helps you, then, like, I'm, I'm, I've gone from zero to 200, so now, 
Where I should really close. It's a hundred points in it. Did it just like name songs that I've written? You and James are tied for for the lead in two at two hundred points. Oh. But this next question could change everything. Uh oh. In March 2021, yes. which of these sold for more money on Discogs? We've got an 80 CD plus 7-inch box set uh, of 30 Trips Around the Sun by Grateful Dead, which originally came out in 2015. Right. Or a numbered double LP copy of Abraxas by Santana from 2016. Oh, that's hard. And so you get 100 points if you get that right. And you get a bonus 50 points if you're the person who gets the closest to the sale price in dollars. Oh, no. In dollars? Yes. Of the item, okay. Yes. Of the, of the one that costs more. Do we get any other details of said items? Uh, those are the only things I wrote down about it. What would you like to know? Okay. okay. Uh, item condition, for example? I assume they were both good. Are they validated? What's the serial number? Like new? I mean, these are on Discogs. I imagine, yeah, for for the kind of money that these sold for, they must have been mint sleeve, mint, mint. What do they call it on Discogs? Like the actual? I can't think of it. I have no idea. I have no I idea. Right, uh, Jess. We haven't started with you yet. Grateful Dead. Okay, and the price? Two thousand four hundred dollars. Okay. Tom. Grateful Dead. I've gone way higher, though. Okay. $120,000. Wow. James. <laughs> I've gone for Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. And I've gone for 50000 Oh, my God. Dollars. None of you get the 100 points. It was Abraxas by Santana. Oh. Jess gets the bonus 50 points. The real sell price was $2,117. Hey. Hmm. I thought it was going to be like a record sale. It's just any old sale. And don't forget this for late because it might come up again. Oh my! Was God. this like oh. was this the highest selling a thing lately or something? So it was it was from the top twenty five list. I chose out two that seemed like like that you'd have to guess for because some some of them would have been obvious, kind of obvious. But it was around the sale price of the top selling mm. things. I think the top selling one was you know two thousand five hundred or something. So that might be useful context for later as well, maybe. <laughs> or maybe it won't be. Oh, no. I'm going to listen and ignore to what you just said there in response. What's the most you guys ever spent on physical music? Physical music? Probably like Probably not that pounds or something. Yeah. I got a, um, a USB stick in the shape of the, light, uh, the London Electricity logo that had um, their performance from... Uh, hospitality live in the park because that festival happened on the day i was moving to exeter like as an undergrad for the first time oh. so i couldn't go because it was in london oh. and i had i had to move that weekend oh. i really wanted to go and see them because it was like a live band eventually i got to see them when they came to bristol but the band was slightly different and things well, i got the usb stick nice got the usb stick i spent like 19 pounds on a blur single once on a single? Why? Because it's a non-album single and it's not been like repressed since it came out in like oh, no, that's cool, yeah. And it's one of my favourite songs by them. So I was just like, it's basically this or nothing. I think there was one of those on like one of the best-selling lists on the like, highest sold ones on Discogs. A CD? A vinyl? Uh, a record, a vinyl record, yeah. Yeah. Just a seven-inch. 
Yeah. Presumably, presumably so. For yeah, a yeah. You can get 12 inch singles. Blue Monday. Yeah, that's true. Perhaps. <laughs> Very good one indeed. Did you know that they originally made a loss on it? Because the, the die cutting technique they were using to cut the sleeve was so expensive. <laughs> but, and they thought, oh, it's not going to sell that many. Like, we'll just push out. <laughs> but they, because they had to make so many of them, they ended up making like a huge loss on the wow. single. Despite it being one of the best-selling <laughs> singles of all time, well, I think, I think this is also a plot twist. Like you know, we we ask we're posing the question: Who's the biggest music nerd? Actually, the whole point is: Is the quizmaster in the first place? <laughs> I've made myself exempt from winning the crown. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Oh, that, like come across like, oh, maybe I could win it. <laughs> no, I thought you had. Why shouldn't I keep the ring? <laughs> All we don't actually know is that he's plotting a coup for next time. That's like that's the next episode. Well, the truth is that I'm going to keep giving out these crowns, but I have the master crown. So once you're wearing them, I control all the them. one crown. Yeah. One crown <laughs> to rule them all. Rule them all. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Burger King one. That's gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if we if we destroy all of them once they're created, does that mean that we finally destroy your soul? You know, you have to throw my crown into a, a volcano. Oh, I see. Right. Cool. Snake bite won't Into a mosh pit. Uh, the sort of Godric Gryffindor or whatever else could destroy a whole crux or whatever it was. No, we're talking about the better series. <laughs> Burn! Okay. Question four. Yeah, let's move on. Which Neil Blomkamp movie features musical group D. Antwood? I don't know who that is. You've got four options. District 9, Elysium, Chappie, or Halo Landfall. <laughs> Those are all movies that Neil Blomkamp has directed. James seems like he knows the answer. Jess just, seems like she knows the answer based on James knowing. I've that. just written down the question and so the answer. Wait, let me check. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Okay, yeah. Okay, James, since you're so confident. Yeah, I'm not. That was a, that was a bluff. Um, <laughs> Chappie. Three. Three chappy. Tom. Let's see. Okay. Uh, District 9. Is there anyone I know? Jess. I've gone for District 9 because I think the Antwoord are, are like based on South Africa and that's where it's set. Well, Neil Blomkamp is South African, oh. which is why they're all oh. South African oh. based. That would explain. James is correct. They were in oh. Chappie. Like Adopt him and make him a gangster. <laughs> it's not a good plot point, but... You know, I saw it in the cinema because I love District 9. Oh, yeah. so I've only seen District 9. Yeah. It is good. Right, next up, we have a round of Unmuted Unmastered Feud. Feud? <laughs> <laughs> that Here's how it works. I have a list of the top 20 selling vinyl records in the UK from last year. We're going to go through you and one by one you guess what one of them is. If you get it right, you get points based on how well they sold. If you get it wrong, you get a mark against your name. If you get three marks, so three wrong answers, oh you're out. I might increase that number in case you do really badly. <laughs> so we just got to guess the album. What was on that list? You have to guess the albums, yes. This is from last oh, year. This is, yep, 2020. Oh, okay, from last year. In the UK so specifically. This is from the UK Chart Company. UK Chart Company. I'm going to suck so bad at this. 
Well, Tom, you're up first. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> How much detail do you want? What do you mean? Album title, Album artist. Title, artist, artist. No, you have. You can't just give the artist. I can't just give the artist. I have no idea. Um, no, because that came out in the wrong year. Um, what's just had an anniversary recently? Um, uh, Do you want us to start with someone else and then we can get? Yeah, start with Jess. Jess, let's go. Taylor Swift. Which album? Um, folklore. No. Ah. What? He might last. <laughs> no, it's not on here. What? Not on here. James. Yeah, I'm in a similar situation to Tom. <laughs> I have literally nothing. I'm I'm gonna think of like pop pop artists. We have to go through the other two before <laughs> yeah, we get back. No idea first. Sorry, Jason, you got to hold on to that idea. This is on vinyl. Yeah. Vinyl. That really doesn't Think about me. who's buying vinyl. Hipsters. What kind of records might they be wanting? Hipster records. Who has enough money to buy records? Who makes me feel physically sick? Rich hipsters. Father John Misty. Sorry, it's not my turn. <laughs> Bearded men <laughs> I've got living in country homes. <laughs> oh, I thought of something because someone shouted something else. <laughs> right. Tom, did you want to go next then? Yes, yes. Father John Misty. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need to give you an X. Um, strike one. Strike one. Jess, strike you have a strike. I do. James. Stop thinking too much. That's That's the problem. Uh, I really don't know. I've got an idea. If we're going around again. I'll have an X. James is just taking a a loss, okay. <laughs> James taking a loss. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> uh, Rex Orange County. No, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> this is not as complicated as you think. You it must is. You must have seen these lists of top-selling vinyl. It's always... I don't look, look at vinyl. I know I do. Is it my go? Yes. Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh. There is no Taylor Swift record on this list. Is there a Kanye uh, record on there? He doesn't really release on vinyl, does he? No, there is oh, not. Is. <laughs> oh. Right, I'm I'm gonna intervene. First off, you've got five now, so you've got three left each. <laughs> Stop thinking about recent releases, modern pop stars. Oh. Think about the kind of albums that a 40, no, 55-year-old man loved in his youth okay. but sold the records when he thought CDs were the new big thing oh, seriously? and now wants to buy them back. Let's go for those albums okay, okay. and the other maybe more recent things that that person would also enjoy. Oh, okay. I have an idea. <sighs> Wait, uh, who are we on to? Yeah, it's Munich now, Let's isn't it? go around this way now. now. I just went, so it's... Tom, we're going to Tom. Me. Uh, I'm the quiz master. Oh, right. <laughs> Listen to the quiz master. Um, talking heads. No. Too indie. Whose goes it? I'm confused. Jess. We're going around this Pink way. Floyd. Now. Uh, no. Oh come on! Oh, yes. Hang on. Sorry. Yes. You get 130 points. Wait. Do I have to guess the album? 
Are you gonna add up? No, we'll just do artists now. Okay. Can I, can I guess the album anyway? Sure. Um, Wish You Were Here. No, it's Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, well, oh yeah. I yeah, I'll do it. Wish you like can that. have the points anyway. There's gotta be a Beatles album in there. Yes. Okay. Um, Abbey Road, you get 110 points. Less than Pink Floyd. Notably. Less than Pink Floyd. Uh, U2. U2. No U2 albums. Oh, come on. Also, I might increase the amount of <laughs> wrong answers you get because this isn't going. Uh, yes. Yeah. Eagles. The Eagles are not on this list. Uh, no way. But maybe think about some other American mainstays that might be on there. Oh, so answers. descriptive. Um, I'm going to go for Queen. Yep, Queen's on there. You get 190 points. That's for the greatest hits. I should have got you to guess that. Um, the Clash. The Clash, no. No Clash. I, I'm increasing the wrong answers to 10 because I feel like this isn't. It's not going well. So Tom, you're on five. Jess is on three. James is on two. Jess. Also think best-selling albums all time. That might help. Michael Jackson. No. Oh, come really? on. You said best-selling best albums all time. time. I just named two of the that top ones. Michael Jackson. Like the, the first and second of all time. Think of the other ones. <laughs> um... Mm. Uh, cream, cream. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm disappointed by that. I mean, yeah, but fifty or white men let me down. Oh, wait, I've never <laughs> heard that before. Um, uh, I had an idea, and now it's gone. I've got my idea back. Elton John. Elton John. No. What the hell is this? No, Elton John. King Crimson. No. Oh. Far too indie. Yeah, but they're for 50-year-old men. Yeah, but think think about lots of 50-year-old men. <laughs> I don't want to. I'd rather not. I don't know. James. No, I don't want to say this one. What do you mean you don't want to say it? It's not right. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good reason. Um, no, no. I don't think that's on the list, is it? Uh, oh, uh, no, no, it's Led not Zeppelin. on the list. No, no Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, lots of very expensive records, but there's one that's like a flight case with a bunch of records in it that I saw that sold for a lot of money. Nice. Mm. And the records in it. They just took it round with them? or No, it has a print of, um, is it the four with, with the Zeppelin on it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's got that printed on the side, and I think it's got a bunch of like stuff in it. Oh, okay. Um, that's that's my answer. Um, oh, I don't know. Sex Pistols. No. Rolling Stones. Um, oh, that's got to be on there, right? No, it's not. Oh, come on! Who what else is, is left? On this list. What is on this You'll list? You'll yourself when you hear some of these. <laughs> I think I'm going to. I think I'm going too recent, but. Uh, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. No. Tom. 
Um. <laughs> um. I'll say again, like, think best-selling albums in the UK yes, of all time. That was the question. Okay, you, yeah, the, 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 but that doesn't help. I don't have that list, funnily enough, in my memory. Uh, best selling albums in the UK of all time. I've said you two. I've said Elton John. There's nothing else. That's, every, that's everything. That's, I've, there are definitely better selling albums than those. There's, there's nothing else of any importance. Um, I think one of them might be the best selling album in the UK, but I might be wrong about that. Oh my God. Um. um uh, that's not my answer. Um, I just want to say a lot of, uh, the, the Eric Clapton. Adele. No, surprisingly not, actually. I would have thought that would be on there, based on other things on this list. Mm. Also, it's very hard to count the number of X's I've written now. Like, I don't know what 10 X's look like. <laughs> <laughs> the maximum number I can count visually is five. Yeah, it's really hard and my eyes are kind of glazing over on the screen now, but James. <laughs> mm. Put it in Excel. It's in Excel. Oh just a count. Sex pistols? We had that. Yeah, we've had yeah, it. Yeah, I have another guess. That was Tom, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I said another um, big American artist. Who's the... I don't want to give too much away to any individual. Okay. Who's the most American artist you can think of? Oh, okay. okay. See, Tom gets it. Yeah, I just thought Trump too. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the most American artist you can think? (laughs) What? Tom, do you want to have a guess while he's gone? Yes, yes. Bruce Springsteen. There we go, oh, Bruce Springsteen. You get seventy points. Do you want to have a guess on the album? You probably won't guess it. Oh, um, uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. It's letter to you. No, no it's not what I'm no, thinking I about. Got that either, I think it's like, is, is Midnight Runner or something like that is what one is of his it? other albums. I can't remember. I'll, I'll give a, a bigger hint now. We're back to James. It's me, isn't it? No, because James skipped his go while and we while he was doing other stuff. These are the rules. That um, the, the one I'm trying, really trying to hint towards, of one of the best-selling artists has the band and then one of the solo members from the bands. Oh, Hendrix. No, <laughs> not Hendrix. Had the I also thought Hendrix. <laughs> we have already had the Beatles, yeah. This is so stressful, I need another drink. Is it, whose side is it? Yours. It's you. Yep. Oasis? Yes, there we go, finally. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oasis. Oasis, we're at number two. You get 280 (laughs) points. What? How did we not get Story Morning Glory. Okay. Okay. No, that makes sense. I'm sad that it kind of beat Blur at the time. I'll tell you now that it's beaten Blur by a significant margin. Yeah. By the fact that they're not on the list at all. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah. That's yeah, so obvious. To be now. fair, The Great Escape is not as good as Park Life, so. Sorry, Blur. That's just the facts. <laughs> just the way it is. Right, James. Oh. 
I'm going to be honest, I'm giving up on these X's because I can't count them. We're just going to keep going until we get a sensible amount of these. Oh hopefully. my god. Coldplay. No. Tom. Um, blah, blah, blah. not on there. The number one is an album I think is really good and is very old. Ooh, great. It's really descriptive. Fabric mix. No. It's the number one best-selling album on vinyl of last year. Again, think of albums that 50-year-old men or oh, women... Dylan. No. Oh, that's good one. Say, what is on this list? Is anything on this list? Plenty of stuff that you... You're really going to kick yourself these days. We will. Five. We will. Yeah. There are some new albums on there as well. This is question five. We've got 20 questions to go through. We're going to be here until midnight. That's the plan. Is this my, my go? Yep. This right. didn't even come out last year, but Billie Eilish? Yes. Really? What, what the hell is Eilish happening? Number 14. You get 100 really? points. God God is dead and we've I've killed got, him. I've got to like, rethink things. <laughs> James, you're up. Have Any a cash? Like no. Oh, I got someone now. Okay, okay, I think I got someone. You got to wait, Tom. Who, who is hipster enough to go and buy Billie Eilish vinyl? For goodness sake! You always um, say her name so strangely. I don't I care. I don't care. <laughs> I, to I don't care. No one else is gonna listen. Um, <sighs> I don't know. Jefferson Airplane. No. Mm. Did, did you say you said not like a solo member? I did. Is it Gallagher? No. <laughs> Oh. It's just hand away. Also for that one, because it, it's so obvious now. Wait, what? Okay, we'll move on. James. Elvis. No. Elvis, Elvis is not, not on the list. No. Best selling vinyl of last year. Who's buying an Elvis album on vinyl? I'm sure there's. Think, start thinking of albums. You're thinking of artists, and albums are going to serve you better, I think. Oh, oh my god, god, that's even worse. It shouldn't be. It's even worse. Things are going to go back to being more normal a bit after this. What's, What's the, the Tears for Fears one? Songs from the armchair? No. It's Tears for Fears on the Tears for Fears aren't on there at all. For God's sake. But that, that's a fair guess. Leo Gallagher? Yes. Really? Can you guess what album? No. Ian over Knowles? What, what was his band? He's just done a band recently, hasn't he? It's a solo Liam Gallagher album. It's a solo Liam Gallagher album. If you can guess what the album is, I will give you 400 points right now. Marcus, is that it? No. I don't listen to him. Liam Gallagher self-titled album, Liam Gallagher. The album is MTV Unplugged. No, Liam Gallagher's joking. MTV no Unplugged way. is number 11 on the list. Ow. Jess, you get 150 points. Ow. Wait, have we... That's oh, I've got insane. another one. Ha Whose turn is it? Yours. Have we said Nirvana yet? No, that's number four, never mind, by Nirvana. 240 points, James. That's a good one. This is the wavelength people need to be getting on. Like, those albums that are just bigger than, like, the heavens. I, I, I thought of that album earlier, but I didn't think of the name. Tom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Guns of Brit. I said the Clash. Um, I would err away from old punk bands. Err away from old punk bands. Modern punk bands. That's all I mean. Green, Green Day. Day. No. For, For God's sake. I was meaning more modern. Oh, so more modern. Velvet Underground. 
No. Oh. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. That's one that like people would want on vinyl. Yeah. Metallica. No. What? Not on there. There's an old pop star's most recent album on here. There is a pop star who used to be part of a group who's gone solo on here. Gary Barlow. No. Gary Barlow. <laughs> there is a deceased... Oh, Gary Barlow. <laughs> there is a noughties indie band on here. There are two oh, modern... No. Album. No. Live at the Royal Albert Hall, which came out last year. Oh, live Albert Hall. Number nine, you get 170 points, Jess. Uh, what else have we got? We've got a pop star who's recently made a comeback album. Oh, that's got to be obvious. It's pretty obvious. Oh, who is it? Is it? Um, Every pop star does that, doesn't they? We have, I don't know how to give this, not give this one away. Um, yeah, I can't say anything about that without completely giving it away. I guess, is it? Are we just scrapping turns? Or Let's just go for it, Sean. Fleetwood Mac. Yes, number one. That's number one. Rumours. Rumours by Fleetwood Mac, number one. You get 300 points. That's all we thought. Eminem. No. <laughs> Deceased pop star, anyone? That's number three. Michael Jackson. Ja um, I said Michael Jackson. Not Michael uh, Jackson. Who else is dead? <laughs> Grateful Dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> One of them is dead. Uh, Occupine Tree. Matt Miller? No. Oh, um... Oh, how have I forgotten that name? No. Think big. Yeah, I know. Like... I'm thinking big. Everyone would know this. Not... Th they wouldn't know to guess this, but they know the artist. I've... I'm going to have one guess from each of you and then we're going to end it because it's getting a bit long in the two. Have we said Pink Floyd yet? Yes, someone said it. Daft Punk. No. Yes. Final guess. Paul Dylan? No. Or someone's already guessed, so you can have another one if you want. No. James, you have one to guess. Oh, Deep Purple. No. What is on this list? You're going to kick yourself. <laughs> really going to kick yourself. And look, I can look Ed up Sheeran. what band I think. No, Ed Sheeran's not on it. Who is on this list then? Final guess, and then I'll tell you everything. Oh, we're doing another final guess. <laughs> no, 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 Jess just hasn't had hers yet. Oh, I just thought. I can't use your phone. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I, I looked it up that one because I know I don't have any guesses now. No. At number three, Amy Winehouse with Back to Black. Okay, okay. At number five, Harry Styles with Fine Line. Oh, that's the number artist. Yeah. Number six, Kylie Minogue with Disco. Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Uh, number eight, ACDC with Power Up. Oh, ACDC? Yeah, number yeah. ten, Idols with Ultra Mono. Really? Yep. Number twelve, Legend by Bob Marley and the Wailers. Oh, classic. Okay. Number 16, uh, Divinely Uninspired to a Hellish Extent by Lewis Capaldi. Mm. 
Oh, okay. Number 17, A Hero's Death by Fontaine's DC. Number 18, Chromatica by Lady Gaga. And finally, number 20, The Bonnie by Jerry Jerry Cinnamon, which is the one album on this list I don't know at all. Oh, you're joking. Jerry Cinnamon's on the list. I'm going to say Toto, but uh, on there. No. This is the thing. I thought Toto, I thought Bob Dylan, not Blimmin. Really had to lean into the UK. Mm. That was hard. Harry Styles, Amy Winehouse. It feels like it should be the end of the quiz now, but I'd like to let people know we're about to move on to question six of 20. (laughs) Expect this to be this hard. Did I? Well, what did you say to me? Oh, is it going to be long enough? What did I say? It always takes longer than you think. It always takes longer than you think, yeah. Um, we're now, just for the record, we're now coming up on ooh, 20 past 20 10. 20 past 10, and I've finished my wine. So, to close out, James got 540 points. Jess got 1,020 points. I think it would And one. Tom yes. got 70 points. <laughs> Wait, 70? 70? Yep. Oh, I, that was just in that round that we got. Yep. Oh, geez, wow. Just that round. Big comeback from Jess. Woo. Question six. Which of these albums was given the highest score in its retrospective Pitchfork review? <laughs> oh, Pitchfork again, hey? Craig David's Born to Dream, oh, yeah. Garage Classic, yeah. Shakira's Laundry Service, or Katy Perry's Teenage Dream? God. Oh. <laughs> I'll say now that they are actually quite close. Okay. James. Oh, sorry, Jess, you need to write it down. Yeah. We're on question six now. Not that it really matters, but... Oh, yeah, we are. Thank you. That would have messed up my entire quiz. James. I went for Katy Perry. Jess. Craig David. That's what I'd rather listen to. And Tom. Katy Perry. You're all wrong at Shakira. She got a 7.6, Katy Perry got 6.8, and Craig David got 7.2. Fair enough. Uh, okay. I only say Katy Perry because like, I went through the same experience of just like when I was a teenage boy just thinking this is the absolute like d- d- audio vomit but <laughs> and it's just like you know it's uh, actually it's, it's grown on me a little bit over time it's just like yeah, actually this is this is decent enough pop music next up we have a returning game Translation Station is <laughs> back everybody here we go we've got three songs to get through do you even know you're doing it without me First up, how we do this? I'm gonna read out the song lyrics. Um, whoever gets the song right first gets the points. There's a hundred points per song. We shout okay. out. Um, shout out. I'll, oh, okay. I was thinking what buzz I'm gonna do. That's all. Do your best Shrek impression. I don't care. <laughs> when you grow up, gotta live like a good kid. And your mother, listen to her. Best son, different slippery. <laughs> it's like all the girls you love because you look good, kind of chatty and very funny. <laughs> but now your daughter is gone. Your house has an empty bed. People got confused in the wedding. They don't listen to what you say. You take your mother to the night. Yes, we will tell him what awaits him. We let him drink some cheap champagne. May the good times reach the top. If the music is bad, he's still going. It's just a shame, no matter what we read, because the dancers in New Orleans <laughs> don't care. If you tire them out, they'll cut. Do this. Take your mother for the night. So there's no question that we're doing our best. 
We will do it. Take your mother for the night. Like, take your mama out all night? Yes. By Scissor Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> that was really long. <laughs> well, I had to get through to the bit where they said the lyrics. God, that was fair, really fair, difficult. Fair. Is that like some like, that just one? weird haunting That's the first one. Oh, that's the first one. Okay. <laughs> Um, I thought I was being cursed (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Song two Song two Uh. (laughs) Take me to heaven Green grass and healthy girl Oh Paradise City by um... Wow that was quick (laughs) Guns and Roses Do you want to hear some other choice lyrics from this? Go on then Um it was the fence I sat on the road. <laughs> hard case, hard to fight. <laughs> I love you, so buy me some food. <laughs> I've said that. Clothing and belongings are mandatory. <laughs> Promote wealth and fame. Yes, you bet when you only play one game. <laughs> you are a crime. Everyone needs time. <laughs> oh, there you go, Paradise oh, City. Like and Roses. Very well. I much prefer Everyone that situation. Impressive, James. It was the grass, that was all. Okay, the final one. And I have an easier option in case you don't get it this time. (laughs) I started having a problem. I got cheated. I'm addicted to fear. (laughs) I'm on fire. He is a liar, firefighter. What? You lied first. I'm on fire. He is a liar, firefighter. The dog I hate. I have tasted you. I am under the influence of alcohol. Character. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will's basically crying <laughs> right now. <laughs> Come on, Will, pull it together. Pull it together. Have a drink. There you go. Every time I start to pull it together, I read. I have to read the next line. And the next line's going to make me laugh. I've forgotten all the rest of the songs. I'm on fire. He is a liar, firefighter. You lied first. I'm yes. It's caused by thinking. I'm infected and lying. I'm on fire. He is a liar, firefighter. You lied first. I said fire. It is a false starter. There's a lot of fire. Does that make you think? We can move on to the next one, which is one level back in the translation. Okay, all right. Oh. Which is easier, but I thought it was too easy, but I guess if you haven't got it. I'm a problem starter, a cheater. Oh, fire starter. By the prodigy. (laughs) (laughs) The next few lines. I'm addicted to fear. My father is illustrated. I'm a burning starter, a twisted firefighter. (laughs) Wow. There you go. Jess oh, gets the really? points. It was worth it just to see you like be completely unable to talk for 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm the pain you taste. Oh, wait. Uh, no, it was, um, I have tasted you. I am under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And then when it went back to I'm on fire, he is a liar, fire, fire. Right, it just broke me. <laughs> so well done. Uh, so James has got 100 points and Jess has got 200 out of that round. Nice. And I got nothing. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break.
Question eight. I'm going to shuffle into the link. Shuffle, shuffle. I haven't got anything for seven, but... Oh, well. Question seven was translation station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Question eight. I've done, very quickly, a cover of a song. I'm going to play it for you now over this Bluetooth speaker that people in the recording will hear <laughs> from what the microphones pick up. Whoever can shout out the name of the song and the artist gets... Um, both. 100 points, both. It's quite easy. I don't know how loud this is going to be. Sounds of Silence by... Yeah, I don't know, I don't know this one. Um, um, on Melancholy Hill? By... Gorillas. Yes. Oh. I would never have gone Nice. That. I wrote a much longer piece for that. <laughs> Why didn't... Oh, oh, okay. That was good, Send that was good. <laughs> I, I knew it from like the first second, I just took me a while to think of the name. Question nine, quick fire. Uh... Yes, Jess gets 100 points. You register that. Uh, Question nine. In our first 17 episodes, how many releases have been mentioned in our upcoming releases segment? And this is based on the show plan. Whoever gets the closest gets the points, and it's 100 points, whoever gets closest. So just guess. In our little, sorry, can you say the question again? Uh, In our first 17 episodes, so all of the ones, not including this one, how many releases have been mentioned in our upcoming releases segment total? Uh, mm. That's based on the show plan. So like when Tom interjects with something not written down, I haven't bothered to listen back. Which I regularly do. Okay. Has everyone got a number written down? Not yet. Does this make sense? Yeah. Only you know the answer to that. All right. Tom, done your quick maths. My maths isn't very quick anymore. Yes. Right, James, what have you guessed? I have put 90. 90, okay. Jess? 87. Oh. That was close. Okay. Tom? 98. Okay, so you two are both 11 away. The correct answer was 79. That's right, isn't it? Wait, what? No. Oh, no. You're definitely not. Jess wins. Wait, what did she say? Sorry, I was... I said 90. Yeah. Fine. Jess wins. Sorry. Will's fading. (laughs) Quizmaster can't handle it. Quizmaster's fading. And now, time for a round I like to call Record Store or Transformer. In this round, I've looked through a list of record stores in the UK who are participating in Record Store Day this year, and a list of all of the Transformers from the toy series and movie series, Transformers. (laughs) I'm going to give you two names. You have to guess which one of them is a Transformer and which one of them is a record store. (laughs) There is always one Transformer, one record store in each of them. There are nine questions, so we need to get through them quite quickly now. Okay. How old is it amongst us? Uh... Write down which one you think is the... The record store? The record store, yes. Uh, right, the first one. Long Hall and Voxbox. God, this is going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone's written down? Yes. Call out, James. Oh. Voxbox. And Voxbox. Uh, Voxbox is the record store. Yeah. Tom... And Jess get the points. First point of the day. Uh, Next up, Heathen Chemistry and Sludge. (laughs) Heathen Chemistry and Sludge. What? 
Oh, and you get 20 points for each of these that you get right. Mm. Right, Tom. Heathen chemistry. Do you think it's the record store? Jess. Heathen chemistry. Heathen chemistry. Uh, Heathen chemistry is the correct answer. Jess and Tom boisterously winning this. Uh, Next up, polar bear and first aid. Ooh. One of them's a transformer? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And one of them's a record store. Record store, okay, got it. Jess. First aid. First aid, you think, is the record store? James. Polar bear. Polar bear and... First aid. What? It's polar bear. Oh, well, you're guessing the same thing. Transformer. Wow. Is it an ambulance? I don't know. I didn't look it, it up. Uh, next, Mixmaster and Chameleon, <laughs> which is a Transformer, which is a record store. James. Chameleon is a record store. Jess. Chameleon. Oh, Tom. Chameleon. You're all correct. Hey. Yes, Mixmaster yeah, is it, transformer. That was too easy. It's the opposite well, one. You know, you think, too, oh. yeah. Next up, Dead End and Ventnor. Dead End and Ventnor. Is that Ventnor or Ventnor? V-E-N-T-N-O-R. Well, i got to say, this is a really good idea for a round. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this does work. Tom. Uh, Ventnor. Ventnor? Dead End. Dead End? Ventnor. Ventnor is correct. That's oh, the record do. store. Dead End is a... I'm is catching a up. Oh. Next up, Ape Face and Soul Brother. Oh, Soul Brother. Ape Face, Ape. What could Ape mean at record store? <laughs> Trying to logically figure it out. Right, this has to be quick fire. Come on, write one down. Ape Face and Soul Brother. Jess. Soul Brother. Soul Brother. Tom. Soul Brother. Soul Brother and... Soul Brother. You're all correct, yep. Yay. Soul Brother. It's the record store. Ape Faces. <laughs> Next up, Strip Joint and Ramjet. <laughs> wow. Trust you to come out of these. I didn't make them. Talk to the... Mattel, is that the people who make Transformers? And... Uh, yeah, last I checked. Yeah, blame Transformers. They're just so dirty. Um... Strip Joint and Ramjet. Remember that Michael Bay did create some Transformers specifically for the movies as well. Mm. Mm. I think I do remember. Yeah, I think I know the answer. James. Ramjet. Ramjet, you think, is the record store? Yeah. Yep. Jess. Strip one? Whatever. Strip joint? Strip joint. Strip joint is correct. Because That's the record store. Because I remember Ramjet. I think he was one of the new Decepticons, if I remember right. Uh, next up, Rapture and Sweeps. Rapture and sweeps. <laughs> Is there a sooties as well and a sues? No, unfortunately not. Oh. Tom. Uh, Rapture. 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 You're all correct. Well done. And the final one in this round of Record Store or Transformer. Kickback and Earworm. What? Kickback and Earworm. It'll be that one, right? Yeah. I think I do know this answer as well. I think. James. Kickback. Jess. Kickback. Tom. Earworm. Earworm oh, is correct. Yeah. I thought it was too obvious. That was good though. Again, yeah, I like that because round. something in my memory says that Kickback is a Decepticon. <laughs> I actually did alright. I did alright. How did I manage this? It's just very good. Right. <laughs> so delighted I scribbled out 
All of it, because that's finished now. So James got 100 points, Jess got 120, and Tom got 160. Come on. That's a good dance from Tom there. 160, so that's, what, one wrong? Yeah, you only got one wrong. Yes. That's good Transformers knowledge. It is. And on a related note, question 11, because it... It's not related to music, but it's the best trivia question I've ever written. What I want you to do is put these Transformers movies in order of release. Dark of the Moon, The Last Night, Age of Extinction, and Revenge of the Fallen. Oh my god. Um, Well, I don't watch Transformers. points for each movie in the correct place. It's because the subtitles are just complete nonsense. Yeah, complete rubbish. Go through the list again. Uh, Dark of the Moon. Yeah. The Last Night. Age of Extinction. And Revenge of the Fallen. The big question is, when did Marky Mark join the franchise? Who is even... is? Who are you talking about? Mark Wahlberg. I'm going to go last. Second. Okay. There. I'm 100% on this. Did you say what they are? Okay. Yeah. Dark of the Moon. The Last Night, Age of Extinction, and Revenge of the Fallen. All right, I've got some... <laughs> so it's going to be honours rules here. So I'm going to read out the correct order, and then you tell me how many you got right. Okay. Revenge of the Fallen was the second movie in the franchise, so that's first. <laughs> yeah. Really? What? Because oh. the first one's Transformers. Oh, okay. Uh, Dark of the Moon is uh, next. Oh, is it? Age of Extinction was the movie that Marky Mark joined for. And then finally, The Last Night, the one that almost killed the franchise. Literally the opposite. The exact opposite to what I put. So Jess got, gets none. Oh, I got zero. Revenge, zero. I got two. Nice. So you get 40 points. Tom. Wow, he, he knows his Transformers. Revenge of the Fallen was also the Transformers film which um, featured the uh, Linkin Park song New Divide. Because it was one of the only visual soundtrack. Perfect. Now we have another points? cover song. No, no points. Okay. Oh, you got forty points. Sorry, I did say oh, earlier. I tri- for trivia as well, knowing okay. that as well. You don't get yeah, no, it's Transformers trivia. This is a it's serious. Tri- it's Linkin Park trivia. It's music <laughs> trivia. Another cover song. That. Whoever can call out the name of the song and the artist who wrote it, these get progressively harder as we go on as well. I'm very oh, excited. Great. Okay. I do know this. Yeah. I don't know who it is. I don't know what the song's called. <laughs> If we get to the end of the song and no one else can guess it, then you can get the points for knowing the name. It's funky, whatever it is, eh? It is a good song, but I'm struggling. Should we just scrap the show and have a little dance, a little boogie? <laughs> a little boogie. Yeah. Right. James, do you know who it is or what the song is called? 
Boogie, 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 boogie no. play. <laughs> uh, I've no idea. Yes, it's Kylie. It's Kylie Minogue. Oh, oh my what's God. the song called? Love at first sight. Oh, I did actually know that was a lyric in the course, but I didn't think that was the title. Okay, yeah. You can have the hundred points yeah. since no one else knew. Pick it. I was like singing all the words in the course in my head, but I couldn't pick out a title. <laughs> Next up, we're going back to Discogs. In April 2021, which of these sold for more on Discogs? Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd, which is a, an imported Japanese CD from 1982, or a numbered double LP from 2016 of Abraxas by Santana. And 50 <laughs> oh, points if you get closest to the sale price in oh, dollars. Oh, no, okay. Uh... And listeners, if you've forgotten, because this is an incredibly chaotic episode... If you cast your mind back to question three, we found that Abraxas by Santana sold more. And specifically, it sold $2,117. Right, is everyone ready? Yes. James. Pink Floyd, uh, $18,191. Yes. <laughs> uh, Pink Floyd, 1985. I think that was just the year that you said and I just repeated it. <laughs> Um, it was 1982. <laughs> uh, Abraxas for whatever number you just said. What, 1982? N- uh, no, the, the price of the Abraxas one. Oh, uh, two... Hey, you can't do that. 2,117. I just did. You can guess that, and you'd be correct. Abraxas sold more. <laughs> it sold for £2,560 in April. Oh, right, because it's different months, I see. Yeah. Tom, you get oh. 150 points. Everyone else gets nothing. It's the comeback. Question 14. Which of these artists has not scored a number one single in the UK for Motown Records? Diana Ross, Neo, Marvin Gaye, or the Jackson 5? Which not- hasn't got a UK number one single. What's a UK re- number one single? With Motown. With Motown. Although I think... Well, you can read into it however you want. At least from my perspective, I'd look at Diana Ross, Marvin Gaye, Jackson 5 as all being like on Motown for their biggest hits. Well, you would have thought so. Oh. You're trying to put you off. No, no. I'm no. not actually. No, I'm just being honest. No. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, we have a minute. Do you mind opening this over the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm moving on to the Brewdog, eh? What? Click spicy. One. Wait, well, let me see. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> let me see. No, you. Me? Yeah. What? You had a haircut? Yeah. Let me see. Nice. Nice. Good. <laughs> right, does everyone have an answer? I think I do. <laughs> Wait, yeah. do I? Yeah. Uh, Jess, who do you think? I feel silly to not choose Neo, even though I feel like it's probably a trick, question, trick answer. Neo? Um... I'm going to go for Jackson 5. Jackson 5? I think it's a trick. Diana Ross. The Jackson 5. Oh. Everyone else has had a UK number one single with, with Motown. With Motown? So who were Jackson 5 with? No, they were on they, Motown. They never got, they to, never got a number as one. Far as, I, as far as my quiz knowledge goes. Hmm. Nice. Mm. Uh, so James, you get 100 points. Congratulations. Nice. Um, we're going to another round now. Um... But we're going to try and reel it in and make it happen quicker. This time I've got the top 20 selling cassettes of last year in the UK. This list is more recent 
but might also be harder. <laughs> Start thinking of albums that did actually come out last year um, and that would oh, be popular. God. There are two... Two albums from the previous list on this list. Just two. And, yes. And they, as far as I know, they both came out last year. We're going to start with James, because he sounds seems like he knows. Uh, I forgot the name of the album, though. That's the only thing. Let, we're just going straight to the artist. Lewis Capaldi. No. Oh. Who's next? Not then. Tom. Idols. No. Stars. No. Oh, God. Wait, let me double check. No. Oh, Nirvana. No. Recent albums, guys. Recent, Recent albums, okay. So not Oasis. Uh, cassette, right? Yes, on cassette. Cassette? Who, who buys cassette? I buy cassettes. Edgy teens. You should know that. Oh, the list for edgy teens. Well, who I bought an cassette recently. There's... Teens. All my others have been... One album that's been mentioned on the show before. Taylor Swift. No. Oh, good. That was my no. Oh, that's good. Really? No. Oh, it's not on here. Oh, I don't know. James. Adele. No. Hmm. Coldplay. No. The album that's been mentioned on the show should be obvious. Oh, okay. It's been in a what we've been listening to. Oh, yeah, to. that one album we mentioned on the show about albums and music. <laughs> How? <laughs> Let's not get annoyed with the quiz. Oh, we all. <laughs> it... How many albums have we mentioned that would be big sellers? Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. No. Oh, it didn't come out last year. It didn't come out last year. Arctic Monkeys? No. Lewis Capaldi. Someone said Lewis Capaldi. Jerry Cinnamon? No. I don't even know who that is. Come on, big albums from last year. Big pop albums. Ed Sheeran? No. He didn't release one last year, did he? I don't think so. I just can't think of anyone else. We've mentioned some of them already today. Oh, God. What have you been listening to? No, in, in a different question. Wait, what? Uh, let's go through some. Um, there's a band that's released the worst of the two albums in a series called Songs for Cars. Um, there's a girl band who... Little Mix. Somewhat, no, somewhat famously had a nip slip at a recent awards show. Don't look into those things. There's a... Can I guess? Sure. Heim? Yes. Heim, hey. Women in Music, part three. Oh, uh, okay. You get one, uh, 170 points there in number nine. Nice. Uh, there's a rapper from Birmingham whose first album came out in 2000 2001, 2002. Professor Green. No. Can I guess? Yes. Stormzy? No. Rapper from Birmingham. He's white from. as well, if that helps anyone. I don't know where anyone's from. Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham. Oh, wait. Mm. Let's just do open guesses. Um, slow tie. No. Um, there's a... Uh, season one of a longer term... Pro there we go, Gorillas. Strange Times at number 12. You got 140 points. Nice. Um, there, punk. No. Uh, there's a band who were very popular with teenage girls or even younger girls in the noughties. Uh, they famously 
No, it's not them. I'm thinking of a different band. What did they do? They've been mentioned on the show before. One Direction. No. Belting for Girls. No. Um, there's the lead singer of a, a famous heavy rock slash metal band, like early metal band. Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. Ordinary what? Man by Ozzy Osbourne at number 17. You get 90 points, Tom. Think well of done. pop artists. Think of big pop artists of the last year. Most of them are big pop Ozzy artists. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. I'm trying to help. Um, there's a, a big pop artist, did a single called... I can't remember what the song was called. She dated Skrillex at one point. She did a song with him as well. I don't want that to be like the one thing I know about this artist. Um, Katy Perry. No. Carly Jepsen. No. Unfortunately, <laughs> she's not on this list. Ariana Grande. No. I don't know which other ones I can... Ooh. What about Ooh. the kind of band that would have been on um, pop party albums in the late 90s? Busted. No. They, although, there's another band that's quite similar to them. Yes, McFly, Young Dumb Thrills. At number 16, you get 100 points, James. Nice. Um, the band I was trying to allude to, bigger than 90s, I think they had a TV show at one point. I might be wrong about that. It might have been another band similar to them. Uh, there's a pair of, uh, like, kind of classical singers, like singers that your grandparents would really like, who did a, cri a Christmas album. Um, if you can um, guess that. This this isn't for this, but it makes me think of Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. You're in the right ballpark. Not gonna lie, Michael Bublé's Christmas album kind of slaps. Fair enough. <laughs> kind of slaps. Oh wait, someone might have guessed one earlier. But I didn't catch because I was looking at someone else. Did someone? I don't want to give it away. Did someone say Selena Gomez? No. No. Selena Gomez. Selena People Gomez. say Ariana Grande and I, I... Yeah, I was thinking, like, who's the other one? <laughs> <laughs> who's the other one? No, but I'll claim it now. Um, no, I won't claim that. Uh, I don't know. Without making them really obvious, um, someone who did a, a duet with Ariana Grande last year on this album. Lady Gaga? Yes. Lady Gaga at number one. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> With Chromatica. <laughs> right, wow. be because you guys are behind, I'm going to give Tom and James both two more guesses to try and catch up to Jess in this round. Um, I will try and give you hints. Uh, there's still an album that we mentioned earlier by a pop artist. Um, there's still, still that artist who has the series Songs for Cars. Uh, this is the worst album out of the two, in my opinion. Uh, there's still a white rapper from Birmingham. All up for grabs here. Everything to play for. There's still very much a, a pop party type band from the late 90s. There is a member of a boy band who did the theme tune for a fantasy movie that I can't remember the name of. By, I want to say the name of the song, Bill. Give it away. Harry Styles. You said that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The name of the song that I'm thinking of is Rule the World. Oh, um, take that. No. Sorry. It's a solo artist from... Oh, oh. Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow, oh, nice. 110. Um, I won't guess anymore. 
No, you're not guessing any more guesses. Yeah, you're yes. not allowed to. Uh, James has one more guess. Tom has two. Uh... Um, I don't know how I can help. Band that did a song called Camel Crew last year, if you know that. I have no idea. No. Um, can I come and see the list? You can come and try and help them if you want. Yeah. Not to guess. Um. <laughs> if you can get through that way. An artist whose second album. I don't know what else I can say about that without giving it away. Oh, pop, yeah. Pop artist, huge pop star, maybe one of the biggest on the planet. Nicki Minaj. No. Second, Lewis Capaldi. Said that. Said that. Second album. Um, Oh, we're going to kick ourselves. Is it, mm, are they female? Yes, they are. This just turned into a game of Guess Who. Yeah, um, let's have one one more guess each. Let's just get out of this. <laughs> not going to be them. They're not big anymore. Um, Classic, like, unit one artist. I have this one. I guess, but they're not recent, so Carbon I don't think it's right. Um, Calvin Harris? Oh, yeah, they have collaborate, a big collaboration with Calvin Harris, not on the album, but previously. Good oh, song. Oh, now I know. The Killers. No. <laughs> right, James, one more guess. Female pop artist, collaborated with Calvin Harris. There's a lot, but... But also had a big sophomore record last year. Um, Nostalgia. Oh, my God. Oh, I know who it is. Right. Give me a name. Oh, Shakira. No. <laughs> it's We're trying to help you to do a leaper. Yeah. Oh, right. So James has got two hundred and ten points from that. Jess has got how uh, she's like the ma- the biggest star like on the planet right now. Thank you. What, me? Jess I has did. got five hundred and Jess five hundred and ten, and Tom has got ninety. Still in the game. Still in the game. That is the last of these rounds, by the way. So Tom and James, Thank God. don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'm not worrying. Man, this is a long recording. Uh, a new story. What number are we at? Stuff. Up to two, oh, two hours. In fairness, this is not our longest yet. It's true. Uh, which of these artists? Uh, which artist performed these James Bond themes? So we're going to go rocket fire around this. Okay. Um, Thunderball, and everyone like write down an answer, and then there are five of these. You get fifty points for each correct answer. Rapid fire, Jess. I only know Daniel Craig ones. <laughs> I'm gonna say don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so um, um, just to make it a bit quicker. By the way, there are no Daniel Craig ones because I thought those were too easy. <laughs> just trying to come up with one under pressure. It's so hard. James, I'm not sure. I don't know. Don't know. Jess, this is wrong. But Shirley Bassey. No, Tom. Tina Turner. No, it's Tom Jones. Oh, oh really? Moonraker. Who did Moonraker? Oh, God. Um, I reuse my answer. That sounds right? familiar. Rapid fire. Let's go, people. I'm ready. James. If we guess Shirley Bassey enough, it'll be right. <laughs> She's only really done one. Shirley Bassey. 
Yes. <laughs> what? Did anyone else write down Shirley Bassey? No. Oh, I didn't write anything down. Oh, you get nothing. Tom. No, I have no, no answers. I put Winnie Houston. Uh, next up, The Living Daylights. I'm literally not even... I'll give you a hint. Uh, big Is it Shirley Bassey? Big pop band from the 80s. Their, one of their most famous songs, the music video, was like a, an animated uh, illustration where someone gets like sucked into it. And I think they're being chased or they're chasing someone. I think yeah. I know what one you're talking it's about. It's also in La La Land, if you've seen that. Uh, oh. Ryan Gosling, he's the right one, right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Ryan Gosling gets requested by Emma Stone to play, I think it's this song, or he's playing it already and then he gets requested something the, else. The, the, the no, not, not this song, sorry, the band. The band played this song. You know when he, the scene where he has the guitar? Yeah. He's playing band. the most famous song by this 80s band. Okay, 80s I, band. I might right. know this one. If they have, I'm going to be gobsmacked. Don't look at my answers. I don't know bands did songs for Bond. Or did I? If they did this, I'm going to be gobsmacked. Tom. Aha. Uh-huh. Guess? Oh, I don't know. Aha is correct. No <laughs> way. When did Aha do a James yeah, Bond feat? Living Daylights. That's what wow. Wikipedia said. No way. I like these clues. Because I like uh, that. No, I didn't. Next up, The World Is Not Enough. I'll give you a hint for this one. Please. Female fronted grunge band from the 90s from Scotland recently released a new album. That's all the clues I can give. I'm okay to be last. <laughs> Conceded at this point. <laughs> Everyone can give up if you want. I give up on this one. I don't, I don't know what this whole garbage. Oh, oh garbage. Uh, and finally, Die Another Day. This is a big pop oh, star. Was, yes, it was really big. Famously oh. adopted lots of children, from what I remember. Um, like It's a classic Have I Got News For You bit that this person would adopt lots of children <laughs> from like Africa and stuff. <laughs> um, oh, no. It's... Have we mentioned them tonight? No. No, we haven't. Um, yeah, I yeah. guess out the window. Uh, Madonna Jess I think Tom's probably right but I'm not going to steal it because I haven't thought of it James Elton John Madonna's correct nice. well done Tom I didn't know that I didn't know she adopted a lot I could hear someone going from her and just thought who does that sound like and just like I had to play it enough that's the end of that round congratulations everyone best Bond theme Chris Cornell. I'm going to cut around for time. So we're going to go on to round 18. This is a round I like to call beer or metal band. <laughs> oh, yes. Here we go. Here we go. I've got yeah. eight names. You have to tell me if they're a beer or a metal band that I found on Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> we've got some... Uh... We've got some beers in this room. We haven't got any metal bands in this room. What what one so. should we say? Uh, no, so you just get the one name this time, and you have to tell me if they're a beer or a metal okay. band. Okay, do we write it down? Oh, okay, it's a bit different. Uh, the first one, Delirium Nocturnum. Delirium Nocturnum. Oh, like a tall album. It could be a beer by a metal band. Ah. <laughs> there are none of those in this quiz. But there are in the world. Possibly, I don't know. Do you want to just, like... I'll go around instead of writing it down. 
Oh, yeah, we can just go around that. Good, good to do that. Band. Uh, band? Metal bangs. Can't imagine someone trying beer. to pull out a bar. It's a beer. What? Oh. Delirium Nocturnum. Um, you are getting 20 points for each, so James gets 20 points. Everyone else gets zero. Uh, next up, Dark Throne. James. Beer. Beer? Jess. Beer. And Tom. Band. Tom gets the points. It's oh, band. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I had descriptions, actually. Organic and dynamic. The album is an exploration of the very finest vintage metal and the best of doom, all delivered in the unmistakable Dark Throne style. That literally sounds like a beer advert. Yep. Like the way it's written, that's oh, hilarious. Uh, Dark Druid Black Forest. <laughs> beer or metal band? Like <laughs> <laughs> this one. Tom. Uh, band. Please be a band. I want that to be a yeah, band. Yeah, band. Band, band, band. No, it's a ah. beer. The dark druid would cut the mistletoe that grew on the oak tree and give it a bl- as a blessing. Oaks were seen as sacred, and the winter fruit of the mistletoe was a symbol of life in the dark winter months. This is our fifth of the dark druid series, a sweet and rich pastry stout brewed with dark cherries, rich cream, and chocolate to recreate the classic what? German dessert, the Black Forest Gatto. What? what? It's a beer taste brute. Okay, carry on. Next up, Edelstoff. 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 Jess, beer or band? Beer. Beer? Band. Beer. It's a beer. A highly regarded, bright, Muchiner export style beer. Is that meant to be Municher? I don't know. Uh, Sparkling and fresh at the same time. Brewed with. Noblest raw materials, the high-class product of the That's old Bavarian brewing art. Next up, anti-god hand. Anti-god hand. Anti-god hand. No. Beer or bad? <laughs> James. It's gotta be so. It's gotta be a beer. Is that ridiculous? Jess. Band. Band. It's a band. <laughs> and I have no description for this one because they didn't write one themselves, and no one left them a review on Bandcamp. Oh, no. <laughs> I wonder why. We're giving this publicity. Next up, Gamma Sector. Gamma Sector. Oh, it can't be. This Tom? is the thing, it can't be, but it's a beer. Beer? Okay. Jess? Beer. Band. It's a band. <laughs> oh, no. Fresh metal so good it haunted my dreams and inspired me to write a short story in a compilation I put out. That's from a band camp review. <laughs> That's it. Gamma Sector. That's lovely. That sounds yes, lovely. Uh, next up, Frontera. Frontera. Frontera, like frontier, but then with an ER on the end. Beer or band, Jess? Band. Band? Band. Beer. Band. They're a band. I think I've heard of them. The no, sonic but... equivalent of manically organised destruction, a disoriented, disorienting experience that chews you up and spits you out, back out by the end. And finally, our last beer or band question of the show, Phantasma. Beer or band? Phantasma. Band. band. Band? Jess. Beer. Beer? I want to drink it, so it's a beer. It is a beer. Oh, it is a big, juicy, gluten-free IPA that is packed with citra amongst other hops to give you a proper IPA that all can enjoy. <laughs> that has been this round of beer or band. I'm going to add up the points later. There's only two more questions. That's cool. It looks cool. really cool. 
You know what that sound means? It's another cover song. Wait, so we're not gonna get this it. This is the final one. It's the, the I think the hardest one, uh, but it's quite faithful to the original performance. So uh, here we go. I know this one. Should I say it? Fish in the Sun by Violent Femmes. Yes. Nice, Jess. That was quick. All three. <laughs> I once heard that, like, used as a chant at a baseball match. That's How do you chant? Yeah. Well, it was like the organ. <laughs> did they go, like, up in Everybody semitones? went, clap, 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 clap. And it was amazing. Like, the lyrical content of the song is not suitable for a baseball stadium. No. But there we go. Well done. Awesome. And our final round of the show. We're almost there, guys. Uh, In this round, I'm going to give you the pull quote from one of our previous episodes. I want you to guess what the topic of the show was for that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. Wait, Most of these are things that I've said. I thought you were going to say. Five of them. You get um, 40 points each. That makes 200 overall, right? Yes. Can we get extra points? Is it shout out or write down? Um, write down. Okay. Can we say, get extra points if we say who it was by? What do you mean, who it was by? Who's oh, the quote. No, because I didn't bother to look it up. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, right, so there are five of these. Um, the first one, the most surreal transition back to the real world. And you want to know which episode it was? I, I want to know what the topic of the show was. So, like, our big was. topic, you know, yeah. like the big topic we have in the middle. Can you say it one more time? The most surreal transition back to the real world. This is, I think, is actually one that was said about the topic of the show. Some of the others are not. <laughs> right, James, what do you think it is? I put the cheese, the cheesies uh, songs. Tom, what do you think it is? The week you were gone uh, about nightclubs and COVID. And Jess, my childhood mixtape. Your childhood mixtape. Answer. <laughs> Next up, I think this is a more recent one. You're cute. I'll talk to you. Oh, oh, I know who said it. I just don't know. I know. I don't know what the topic of the week was. Uh, Because everyone seems to already know, Tom, you were the one who said it. Was I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about guitars. This had nothing to do with the topic, so I'm... Did I edit? No. I have no idea what it is. (laughs) Forget the topic. See, now you're you're all going to listen to all of the episodes in preparation for the next one. This is the thing. This is actually like a really subtle form of marketing. Just go back and listen to the old episodes. People, I mean, anyone who's got this far in this episode (laughs) has probably already listened to everything. But anyone who hasn't is going to be like need to go back. You can't look things up. I'm just looking at my the bus. Sure you are. Right. uh, Jess. I don't think it's this, but drum and bass history. James? Uh, songs to study to. Tom? Um, yeah, songs to songs study to. It was We Write Theme Tunes for oh. Each Other. Oh, of course it was. Um, right. A wild night out, as safely and responsible as we can, within reason. It sounds like something I'd say, but I don't know why I would say it. <laughs> you weren't the one who said it, Tom. I wasn't? No. Good God. I do know who said this. Jess? Cheesy's one? Ah. Uh, yeah, same uh, here. Cheesy's, is that what you've got written down? It's got, it's written down. It is Cheesy's. Isha was the one who said that. Uh, uh, nice. It sounds like a Tom thing to say. Uh, next one, a classic, unmuted, unmastered moment. 
every time the dudes increase. <laughs> I know exactly which one this is. <laughs> episode was that? I was like, oh, I know. So was it? I mean, we didn't. Every time the dudes increase. But why on earth did we start talking about it? That's a good question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just forget what our topics were. I think it's been mentioned by someone already during this segment. <gasps> I don't know. It was an early episode and I've no idea which one it was. I'll just I'll just say that what I said again. Right. Tom. Got, any idea? I've got nothing to pass. James. Study music. Jess? Video game music. Video games. Game soundtracks. Yeah, nice. And our final question of the show. Aww. Has he ever said he thinks he's Jesus? <laughs> what? That was the pull quote I chose. I don't even remember that one. Was that something I said? It was something you it said, was something Tom. I said. What? I don't even remember that. I remember what you said it about as well. I can't. Oh, no. It was in a what we've been listening to, if that helps anyone. Everyone's still looking quizzical. It was in a what we've been listening to... That you brought up, Tom. That I brought up. I, think, I, brought I, think this I up. said something ridiculous in response, and then you said this. Oh, That's I think how I remember, I remember it. So it's an artist with long hair. No, no it's, it's not. not. Also, oh. this has nothing to do with the topic of the show that you. Oh, I mean, oh really? Oh, no then. <laughs> I mean, if no one gets it, and you can get the thing that we were talking about at that moment, I'll give you the points. I have an idea. I don't I just have a guess, really. Okay, I. I've got nothing. Okay, James. Um, good album, bad album art. Jess. Music for food. Tom, anything? I've got nothing. It's great albums yes. with terrible artwork. We were talking about the Dalai Lama. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about the Dalai Lama. I know. Why did I say that? But I didn't realize it was that. I said something dumb. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of everybody, thank you, Will, for planning all of this. Yes, yeah, thank you, thank Will. You for putting a spreadsheet together with the scores. I'm sorry that it made people mad at times. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it was fun. It was really good. You're good at making quizzes and games. You should be in like a games restaurant, like a board game restaurant. A board game restaurant? Yeah. Mm. I, mean, I think that would really suit you. <laughs> what's what's uh, like the Monopoly tonight? <laughs> That's all special. <laughs> okay. You don't happen to have any Cluedo tonight, do you? No, sir. I'm afraid not. In third place, <laughs> Tom. Yeah, four might be. With 870 points. Yeah. Oh. You did well on one of the rounds there. I did. I did on one. In second place. James, oh. with 1,510 points. Thank and in you. first place, with a whopping 2,700 points, <laughs> Jess Holland, everybody. Well done, Jess. Thank you. You get to wear that crown. You get to wear the white crown of music fandom. Can I? Go on, then. Have you got music for this? <laughs> um, I'll put on one of my covers again. Hang on. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Yeah, it fits really well. Hold on, Queen Unmuted Unmastered? Uh, <laughs> yes. Wow, it's suits you. If it had a title or not. Um, the Ultimate Music Fan. Ultimate Music Fan. I like that. Sure. How many is this you win by? Um, 
I can't do maths now. I'm too tired. Uh, <laughs> 1,190 points. That's a fair amount. So you won by a massive margin. Very, very much well deserved. Thank you. Maybe I should do something else with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You've got the crown. You've got the crown. You can decide. You I'd like to announce I'm leaving the podcast yeah. immediately. No, my liege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retiring. I'm on the top. <laughs> for anyone who's made it this far, thank you very much for thank listening. Mm. It's very much appreciated. It's been a fun 18 episodes. It has. Um, Here's to getting to another milestone that I decide to do a dumb in-person quiz for. Life starts at 40, maybe? Life starts at 40. <laughs> oh, we can have a midlife crisis episode. Yeah. That it would be really good. That would be fun, yeah, let's do that. Well, we could even go crazy and just like do a graduation one on like 21, but... That was in three episodes. <laughs> I think that might be true. I'm okay not doing that. <laughs> um, if you like this show, share it with a friend. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Um, I'm not going to give you the whole spiel at this point. If you've listened to this far, like you, you've done like a public service in my yeah, opinion. If, if you made it this far, like goodness knows how you've done it. Thank you very much. But also, like, please, please question your life decisions. Can we all now, while I'm still reasonably drunk, say a big thank you to Will tomorrow and Sunday morning for editing this episode and making it a coherent mess. Well, well thank, thank you, Will. Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you. I looked into the microphone like I'm speaking to him. <laughs> speaking to the future. <laughs> the future. So that's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you again, Will, we're for sorting We're legal. We're going to go home and we're going to probably vomit in the shower because we can't handle our bottle of... Okay, I'm or Jager, or, Jack, or Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is very 18th birthday. Like you know, Copperberg. Ice and yeah, Copperberg. Oh yeah. yeah. UK is. Yeah.